Welcome to Biospeak, the podcast for your biology starter pack. I'm your host, Luba, and together we will take a look behind the curtain of life. Let's get started. Hello, future biologists. In this episode, we're going to dive into the structure, function, and transport mechanisms of the plasma membrane, also known as the cell membrane. If you are anything like me, you might not have given the plasma membrane much thought. But it turns out that this thin layer of molecules is incredibly important. It is what allows our cells to function properly, and it's constantly interacting with the world around us. It is a complex structure that plays a crucial role in maintaining the integrity of the cell. The membrane acts as a semi-permeable skin of the cell, protecting it from the outside environment. It serves many key functions, including protection, transport, cell signaling, energy conservation, fluidity, and cell-to-cell -cell communication. The plasma membrane is a thin layer of molecules that surrounds every cell in your body. It is made up of a double layer of phospholipids, which are like tiny building blocks that form a barrier around the cell. This barrier also has proteins and saccharides embedded in it. But don't let the technical jargon scare you away. Imagine a cell as a tiny city, with the plasma membrane acting as its border patrol. Just as the border controls what enters the city, the plasma membrane controls what enters and exits the cell. Let's start by looking at the membrane structure. The plasma membrane is primarily composed of lipids, proteins and sugars. The two main lipids are phospholipids and cholesterol. Phospholipids form the backbone of the membrane. Imagine a wall made up of two layers of bricks with the bricks facing each other. The bricks are made up of phospholipids, which are a type of molecule that has two parts, a head and two tails. The base structure of every plasma membrane is the phospholipid bilayer, consisting, as the name suggests, of two layers of phospholipids. A phospholipid is made up of a phosphate head and two lipid tails held together by a glycerol body. The phosphate group head is naturally negatively charged, making it hydrophilic, meaning it loves water. The fatty acid chain's tails, on the other hand, are hydrophobic and hate water. These building blocks of the phospholipid bilayer are arranged with their water-loving hydrophilic heads facing outwards the bilayer, towards the water-based environment, and their water-repellent hydrophobic tails facing inward the bilayer, away from the water-based environment. This arrangement is important because it allows the membrane to interact with the water, which is essential for cellular function. The phospholipid bilayer is also referred to as a fluid mosaic due to its dynamic and flexible nature. To provide additional stability, cholesterol is embedded among the fatty acid chains. Cholesterol is a lipid and because of its molecular structure rather rigid. That is why too much cholesterol can hinder the membrane's smooth fluid movement. As a semi-permeable membrane, the plasma membrane allows certain molecules to pass through while restricting others. Small and non-polar molecules like oxygen and carbon dioxide can pass effortlessly through simple diffusion, while large molecules with a charge require the help of proteins to cross the membrane. Next, let's discuss the proteins that are embedded within the phospholipid bilayer. These are the gatekeepers that control what goes in and out of the cell. 
Proteins have a variety of functions within the membrane, including acting as channels, carriers and receptors. With integral proteins running through the entire membrane and peripheral proteins loosely attached to the surface area of one side of the membrane. Channels are proteins that form a pore within the membrane, allowing for the selective transport of ions and small molecules across the membrane. This process is critical for maintaining proper ion concentration and pH levels within the cell. Carriers, on the other hand, bind to specific molecules and facilitate their transport across the membrane. This process is critical for the uptake of nutrients and the removal of waste products from the cell. Next on, receptors. Receptors are proteins that bind to specific signaling molecules, such as hormones and neurotransmitters, and initiate a cellular response. This process is critical for coordinating cellular activities and responding to external stimuli. In general, transport across the plasma membrane occurs through two main mechanisms, passive transport and active transport. Passive transport involves the movement of molecules from an area of higher concentration to an area of lower concentration, driven by diffusion or osmosis. Active transport requires energy in the form of ATP and involves the movement of molecules against their concentration gradient. That means from an area of lower concentration to an area of higher concentration. That happens for molecules such as amino acids, glucose and sodium ions. Active transport is also necessary to move large molecules. Finally, let's talk about the saccharides in the plasma membrane. These are like the name tags that identify the cell to the world. They are attached to some proteins or lipids in a process called glycosylation and they stick out from the surface of the membrane to help the cell communicate with other cells. Saccharides are also involved in the immune system, helping the body recognize and attack foreign invaders. To help you visualize the different components of the plasma membrane you just heard about, imagine a cell as a city, surrounded by a wall, the plasma membrane, with phospholipids as the bricks and cholesterol as the cement holding the bricks together. Integral and peripheral proteins are like gates and channels, allowing molecules to pass through. Sugars are like little flags waving on the surface of the membrane, acting as identification tags for the cell and to communicate with other cells. The flags are indicating which city it is and what it stands for. The last component or structure of the plasma membrane I want to add are the plasmodesmata. In plant cells, tiny tunnels called plasmodesmata connect adjacent cells and allowing so for the exchange of substances and cell-to-cell -cell communication. These tunnels extend through the cell membrane all the way to the neighboring cells, facilitating the movement of molecules and nutrients between cells. In conclusion, the plasma membrane is a crucial component of every cell, providing a barrier between the cell and its environment, while allowing for the exchange of essential molecules. Its fluid mosaic structure, made up of lipids, proteins and sugars, enables various functions, such as protection, transport, cell signaling and cell-to-cell -cell communication. Understanding the structure and function of the plasma membrane is essential to grasp the fundamental processes of life. And with that, we've completed this episode's look behind the curtain of life. Thanks for joining me today to learn about the plasma membrane. Hopefully you have a better understanding of how this component works and why it's so important. Whether you're thinking about your own cells or the cells of the plants and animals around you, 
The plasma membrane is a key player in keeping everything running smoothly. This was Biospeak, the podcast for your biology starter pack. Tune in next time for more exciting explorations into the world of biology.